Good morning. Welcome to this edition of Morning Coffee Break. I am your host, Albert Reno. We had a lot of positive feedback from the Folklore podcast we did a couple weeks ago. So we decided to continue this to collect some more stories from some truckers who are involved in long haul and LTL. Grab your coffee or your snuggle blanket. And let's dive into more folklore and ghost stories of trucking. Twelve hours down a long and winding road would tire anyone out. Honestly, I can say I was never so exhausted. I had just delivered my load, hooked up to another, and I just started to drive. My thoughts were of home. My thoughts were on my kids. My son's birthday was this weekend. It was Friday night, and I knew if I pushed myself, I could make it Saturday morning. I could make it home. As I drove up along and winding hill, something just didn't feel right. The truck was losing speed uphill, but I had downshifted. It felt very unnatural, like something was telling my rig to get off the road. My eyelids and my eyes felt the same way, very unnatural, very exhausted, very tired. I made it up that hill, though, but I listened to my truck. I saw an old run-down truck stop at the bottom of the hill. It was old. And the neon lights were almost completely burnt out. The sign in the paint job looked as if it had seen many years of weathering. I pulled in, not a single trucker in sight. Pumps for both cars and trucks completely empty. It was as lifeless as it was cold and uninviting. I entered nonetheless and a single person was behind the counter. He had the chef apron on. He seemed to be taking orders. I had asked if they were open even though half the place was in darkness. I was answered with a gruff, Yup. And he took my order. I can tell you, though, I took my order to go. Once in the truck, I ate my burger and fries, and to my surprise, they were actually pretty good. But combining the grease that I just consumed, the exhaustion, I was tired. And it didn't take me long after finishing my last bite to fall asleep in a driver's chair. I'd say it was a good 20 minutes or so, but a good nap, when without warning, the truck violently shook. It was unlike anything I had ever felt. It went back and forth, the airbags were groaning, the very cab mounts creaking. And as I woke up, I couldn't see anything. I looked outside, it was dark, the lights from the truck stop seemed to only light up the parking lot in front of it, not where I had parked. There was nothing. My thoughts were, maybe it's the wind. Maybe a storm front had come in. There was no moon or stars that I could see outside. I began drifting back to sleep, wondering if it had just all been in my head. You know that that unconsciousness you get in between sleep and being awake? That's where I thought I was. And as I began to slumber back away, still being in that moment, that in-between sleep and awake, the truck began to shake again. With even greater intensity, this time knocking my open bottle of water from the console, my ashtray was thrown into the passenger seat. Something was happening that I was sure. It kept going through my mind. My heart was pumping. I jumped down out of the truck. I looked around, but I saw nothing. But what struck me is odd. There was no bugs, no crickets, no sounds whatsoever from the evening. There was no wind and there was no stars either. I have to admit, at this point in time, fear hit me, but my thoughts 
kind of went away from the unexplained and said, well, maybe it's a group of kids playing a trick with me. So I thought I'd get them good. I walked over the passenger side, unlocked it, got my heavy-duty flashlight, and I started inspecting my rig. When I started walking down the length of the truck and I shined my flashlight down the length of the trailer, for a brief moment, I saw a man standing in the bushes. You blink, get your eyes in focus, and whenever I did it, that, that, that silhouette was gone. My mind was playing tricks on me. Hey, I was half asleep. So I walked to the back of the door of the truck. I walked around the truck. Started making my way back to the cab. I was tired at this point. I knew my mind was playing tricks. And that's whenever it hit me. This chilling voice. As if someone was leaning their head over your shoulder. And it spoke. Did you see me? question it was a man's voice it was gutular it was very eerie unnatural i turned it sounded so close but there was nothing behind me I began walking a few steps towards the back of the trailer and that's when the next voice caught me completely by surprise i think you heard me the voice was coming from behind me but it was echoed inside the cab of the truck The door was slightly open, and I was sure I had closed that door whenever I left. I ran to the door, not knowing what to expect. I shined the light inside, hitting the cab light as I jumped in, but there was nothing. Nothing was in the driver or passenger seat. I sat down, closing the door, and I fumbled. I I hit the lock. I climbed over the other seat, my gear shift, and I hit the lock on the passenger door and slumped back into the driver's chair. And like a kid, mixed with a grown-up, and I don't even know how to explain it, I heard a daunting laugh. It taunted me. It was deep. It was... It was... It was scary. (laughs) I spun around with the light, shining into the back of the cab. it, It came from there. But there was nothing. What was strange, though, was my bed, which I had usually made. I kept it very clean back in my cab, but everything had been thrown around. Everything was in a mess, and I know I hadn't made it. I sat back into my seat, and the only thing I could think of, it was time to leave. But from the corner of my eye, I seen that figure all dressed in white. I looked down, it was beside the truck, and it was on all fours. It was the figure of a man, bald, and as he looked up at me, his face was long, it was pale. His his eyes weren't normal. They were completely white and milky, like he had gone blind. His mouth just hung open, unnaturally long. Screw this, I thought. I turned the key on my rig and I was reminded of that damn hum. I had to wait for the air to build in my air tanks to release the trailer brakes. It would normally take five seconds, maybe ten, but to me it felt like five years. The creature, whatever it was, it stood up on on two legs. It was tall, its arms hung down unnaturally below its kneecaps, its mouth wide open like something you see in a scary movie. And as I gazed at it, my eyes burned just from looking at it. Everything around it became unfocused except for it. And the hum stopped. 
and I hit that gas so hard, I'm sure I know I burnt rubber. As I watched in my mirror and it turned his head and it watched me unnaturally, the image will forever be burned in my mind. I can tell you I was wide awake at this point. Forty-five minutes down the road, I came to a popular truck stop I knew about. I pulled in. I locked each door, and I jumped in the back, crawling in to bed, only to realize that all my sheets were torn. It looked as if a bear had attacked them. I honestly tried to sleep that night, even if it was just for a few hours, but I couldn't. I did make it home, but my wife was worried about me. We see all kinds of strange things out on the road, unexplainable things, but sometimes it isn't the strange or ghostly things that keep us up at night. I was driving in the States, I had pulled into a truck stop, went in for a leak, grabbed some coffee, a snack, got back to my rig, everything looked normal. Got up to the seat, took a sip of coffee, checked in with my dispatch. I had a load, I loaded some valuable merchandise for a customer, I was about three hours out, I was two hours early for my appointment, so I had called my dispatch to see if they'd take me early, and of course they were okay with that. I started the rig, and that's when I heard a click, a very recognizable click. The click that you that you hear in movies. It came from my bunk. Don't move. Don't make a sound. Have a gun to your head. I'm only going to say this once. Don't speak. Don't do anything that I haven't told you to do. Nod if you understood. What the heck would you do? I nodded. What else was I going to do? Take a seat in the passenger side, slowly. Well, of course I did. The door opened and another man nodded at the man in the bunk. And he tied me up. Legs, arms, they threw my cell out the window. They put duct tape across my lips. The man with the gun got in the driver's seat. He looked at me. Your family? I nodded. If you want to see them again, we'll do nothing. You will move nothing. Of course I did what he said. I watched and we went down this lonely road. I had no idea where I was. I've never seen him before. And they took me out of the truck and faced me into the cornfield. They told me if I looked back, they'd kill me. I stared at the fields. Hours passed. I heard the movement of feet against gravel. See the dust spray up once in a while from someone walking behind me. I heard vehicles moving past, back and forth, back and forth. And then suddenly a long silence. There was nothing. It's when I heard the click of the hammer on his gun again. I thought I was done. I'm a man of my word. I left your rig, the empty trailer. I have some watching you in the bush. You didn't move. So you'll live today. Give me five minutes to get clear and you can go back to your life. He walked away. I could hear his foot against the gravel and he uttered something like, have a good day. I heard the vehicle drive off, and I must have waited an hour. But the sudden urge to pee crept up on me. And me it, so I attempted to unwiggle myself from the tape and the rope. I oh mean, I'll be honest with you, I didn't last. If you're wondering, I peed before I got free. I got back in the truck. All my stuff was there. Changed the clothes. They left the cab alone. The keys were hanging in the ignition. I went back and checked the trailer. They hadn't damaged anything, but it was completely empty. I drove on the side of the road, on that side road, for a while till I got to a recognizable interstate. 
I pulled into the nearest truck stop and radio dispatch, and I called the cops. Never seen anything like a ghost, but that's my story. It was fall, around Halloween. I know how that sounds. I'd taken a few extra loads that week. One, in particular, made me rethink my career as a truck driver. I got lost. I don't even remember the state I was in, but I do remember is the road I was on. It was long. It was straight. Trees on either side of the road. They almost looked like people hovering over the road. It was strange. Construction workers had started extending the highway on either side of the road. I suppose it was to make it wider, and as I drove down this road, leaves would whoosh up behind my trailer. It looked like I had a leaf cape following me. Over the course of the next few hours, I passed a few trucks that were parked on the side of the road. It seemed like they were all taking a break. The sides of the roads were extended by construction workers. Some were gravel, some were paved. It must have been a well-traveled highway for the, the construction crews to be doing this. As I continued down this road, the CB cracked and one of the truckers that were pulled off on the side of the road called out on me, called out on my truck. I answered. He told me of an accident about 10 miles up the road. It would take hours to clean. So I kept driving for a few miles until I noticed the shoulder of the road and it was paved. I pulled over and I parked the rig. I waited a few minutes. My CB kept crackling updates and finally I heard what most truckers fear. There's been a fatality on the road. It's going to take some time to clear up, so I had time. I lay my head back and I figured, why not? I'll take a snooze. If anything would happen, a trucker would call me out on the CB to wake me up. Placed my four ways on, and I dozed off. I'm really not sure how long I was out, but I woke up to the sound of barking. wasn't happy, that was for sure. It was this very strange barking noise, like what happens whenever you piss off a dog and, and they're no longer playing, they're, they're very angry. I ignored it for a moment or two, still with my eyes shut, and then a truck moved, just slightly. Someone was getting up on the step. I woke really quickly and I looked right out the passenger side. There was nothing. That barking, it was still there, it was very, very loud. So my eyes just glanced over to the front of the windshield. There was nothing out there either. And then my heart stopped. Out of the corner of my eye, I seen this figure up on the steps to get into the driver's side. It was a strange-looking man, and the barking stopped. The man just stood there, looking in. He had this blue jean jacket on. His face was completely covered with fur, matted and tangled. Now, I couldn't tell if it was fur or if it was part of his beard and the hair on his head overgrowing. All I could see was his eyes. They were baby blue. And the hair just... I went to open the door, and the person jumped down very unnaturally, very unhuman-like. He landed exactly perfectly up on the soles of his feet. I say it, because as it opened its mouth after sitting down, all I could see were razor-sharp teeth and those baby blue eyes. With his mouth opened, it began barking again. But the sound of barking wasn't coming from its speaking. Whenever you speak, your mouth opens and closes and opens and closes. This was just being projected out of his mouth. 
I knew it wasn't a Halloween joke either. I know it was Halloween, but you just can't fake the way his mouth opened and the strings of saliva pouring between the fangs. I started my truck, and even before the truck was fully running, it ran away on all four, barking as it ran into the leaves. On the other side of the road, I saw it push bush, and it disappeared into the wilderness. I pulled up and waited in line right close to the accident. I didn't want to be alone. 3.30 a.m. the clock said another song came on the radio. Country. You know the type. The man loses the love of his life, his dog gets sick, his truck won't start. It's the same old song, just different names. I'd been driving for about three hours, so I was fresh and awake. I was about to turn the channel off on the radio when the headlights on my truck started to flicker. They'd come on and come off, come on, come off. Finally, they just shut right down. And the radio caused this awful high-pitched static scream. It was the dead of night. It had been raining for hours, and without headlights, it would be hard to see. So I slowed the truck down, pulled off onto the side of the road, and I called my dispatcher. I remember it. 3.40 a.m. in the morning, my cell phone rings. I was half asleep. I got out of bed and took the phone. On the other line was my driver. He was going on about breaking down something with the electrical that he wouldn't be able to get his load off his lights. And that's when I heard it. A secondary voice overtopped my driver. I got him, Jim. Hanging from a tree. It, it was unlike anything I had witnessed in reality. It was straight out of a movie. I panicked. I said, hello, 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 who's that? And without warning, the phone in my hand started burning hot, and the static rang out like a high-pitched scream. I dropped the phone, and presumably the phone call. The static on the phone almost deafened me. It was unlike anything. Off on the side of the road, something caught my eye. I looked. It was white clothing moving back and forth behind the bush. Something just didn't feel right. I jumped back into the cab and I grabbed my flashlight. But the battery on it was dead too. Well, what are you going to do? I swore. I took my cell phone. There was no reception, but the flashlight worked. When the light shined towards the side of the road, I made out this dead tree. It looked to be a hundred, if not more years old, swinging from one of those branches was a man hanging there, dressed in grey cargo pants and a white long sleeve shirt. Not the button kind, but like a polo. I ran. My first instinct was to run, but not away from danger, towards it. I began calling 911, but stupid me forgot my phone doesn't work. No reception. I don't know why I ran towards him, I just did. Maybe I thought I'd make the morning news, I don't know. I jumped a ditch. And just as I was about to reach him, just as I was reaching out for his legs, I fell to the ground, like something that kicked the legs right from underneath me. Looking up again, that branch, that tree, it was gone. What remained was a huge stump. In the distance, the lights of my truck caught my eyes. I'm not sure how long they'd been on or if they really had shut off. I didn't know much at this point in time. I was about to call 911 when my dispatcher called in a panic and wanted to know what had happened. He calmed me down. I got back in the truck and I took off from there. I was driving a familiar road, finishing up my week. It was a few hours after dusk. 
There was still a glimmer of the day at the base of the horizon. A flatbed drove past me on the other side of the road. From my rearview mirror I saw lights. Two square headlights. Yellow. You know, like the old cars? He's coming up fast behind me. So I figured, you know, it's a teenager, took dad's car, the old classic muscle car, and he was going out for a joyride. And that's when I seen the red and blues on top of the car start flashing. It was a long distance back, so I started slowing down to normal speeds. I was only about five or six miles over the speed limit. But that car, that cruiser, got right on my tail. His light's still flashing. So, I figured I'm being pulled over. I slowed down. It takes a while for a big rig to stop, so it took me a while. But I did come to my stop. Whenever I looked in my, my rearview mirrors and my mirrors on the side of the truck, I, I couldn't see the headlights anymore. I could barely see them, but I knew he was close because I could see the red and white reflecting off the, the sides of the trailer. I hit the air brakes to keep me from rolling back. I got my manifest, my license, and my ownership ready. I thought to myself, maybe this was Frank trying to play a trick on me. I knew the local police very well. I had driven these roads so often. Moments passed. Both windows were rolled down. I waited for the officer, but the officer never came. That's when I thought maybe something was wrong. I know you're not supposed to get out of your vehicle, but something said they were having trouble, so I grabbed my flashlight and I opened the door. I was expecting to hear, Stop! Get back in your vehicle! But nothing came. Instead, out of the corner of my eye as I passed the first axle, I noticed something, something in the ground. I bent down and I shined the flashlight underneath the truck, and I didn't see any movement. And just as I shined it, down the length of the trailer I seen it again in the corner of my eye and I threw the flashlight back underneath and I didn't see anything the dirt wasn't even moving like the dust wasn't hanging there was nothing it was strange I stood up and looked at the back of the trailer maybe the cop had started walking this way but the lights had stopped flashing there's nothing but darkness back there and I started thinking the cop didn't go by me I would have heard him and there wasn't enough room on the other side of the shoulder. He would have been in the ditch. So I approached the back of the truck. There was nothing. There was no sign. No footprints. No tracks. No nothing. On the side of the road, there was a flower arrangement. I found it very weird, so I, I walked up to it to take a look at it. A piece of paper was mingled in between the flowers, and it said, Taken from us too early. There's an old picture. It was yellowed, like it had been left out in the sun too long. It was a man in uniform. All I could hear in my ears at this point in time was my heart pumping. I got scared. I placed the picture back down. Whenever I stood to head back to my truck, I could faintly hear the sound of a siren. But not a modern siren, like the old sirens. my mind was playing tricks on me i got back in the truck turned on the cb and i called the flatbed driver i called him out he had passed me a while ago for the first time in all my life my cb went silent thank you for listening to morning coffee break if you like this podcast or others tell us leave a comment or subscribe at apple podcast or Castbox. remember 
Stay curious and ask why. Until next time.